What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 192 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Yeah, Zooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about fast food wars, whether or not Marvel movies are cinema, and more on The Walking Dead spinoff. A very special shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash Grace. Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brabant, Peter Tallow, Hannah Goose and Michael Miller Jr. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and everyone who gives at patreon.com slash geeks under grace. You help out. You make this podcast as well as everything else happens in the ministry happen. So thank you. We're going to video games. I've I've been playing video games. It's been real good the last couple weeks. But I'll let you go. Go ahead, Joe. All right. I've been playing Borderlands 3, continuing to play that. We are cool. maybe halfway through the game. How big maybe is the game? I don't know. I think we're about 12 to 15 hours in. Okay. Okay. But like, I saw some some sort of spoilery thing, and it was, was talking about the halfway point. We weren't there yet. so uh, you, you still haven't gotten there? Correct. Okay. I mean, we're only playing like two hours a night, one to two nights a week. So. Mm-hmm. Not the most consistent. Yeah, we're just taking our time and enjoying it. I was like, that sounds about like how I usually play games is a couple hours yeah. here and there. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, there's no say it's, reason to blast through a game unless you... Right. Yeah, I guess you guys know this about me. I will either like spend a year playing the same game or I'll buy a game and have it finished in three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. Borderlands is one of those I bought just to play with Rachel and my buddy Kyle. So if we're not playing together, I'm I'm not interested in firing the game up. Yeah, very cool. Got plenty of other stuff for that. Uh, Surge two, by the way, I yeah. finished I finished that this weekend. It took me start to finish about twenty seven hours, and I did a fair bit of side stuff. Um, nice. I need to work on that review, but that's if you like Souls games and you've been jonesing for something, it's pretty good. I quite enjoy it. Uh, and then finally, one I think several of us on staff have been playing, uh, Destiny 2. Yes. You've been playing the DLC, though, right? The newest stuff. I've been playing the newest stuff, yeah. So um, in the last week, on top of beating Surge 2, I've got about 22 hours. So much. Shelly, are you playing Destiny 2 as well? No. Okay. I, got... I think it'd be fun to get on and play with friends, but I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my light level is nine twelve, and it, you need it to be at least nine thirty to be raid ready. So mine is seven something because I just downloaded the game. Okay, yeah, but I play quite a bit. I was gonna say, and and the cool thing is, no matter what you do, you're getting gear that that helps. Mm-hmm. So you can be playing PvP matches if that's what you want to do. You can do the the three man strikes. You can be yeah. going through the story, and all of that will earn you gear to get you up there. Cool. I so I downloaded it as New Light. It's still called Destiny Two New Light uh, yeah. on PS4. So that was weird. Um, and things are a little confusing for people who haven't played Destiny Two out the box because there is a tower, and those who've seen the trailers of Destiny Two know that the tower is not a tower uh, in the story of Destiny Two. And so I will like jump from the storyline back to like <laughs> having the tower just be there but i'm in what they're in playing the red war it's called a legacy mission so you're at the farm yeah i'm a little bit past that now but okay i've i'm really enjoying the story i like that uh, even though it is just more destiny which so i am glad that i didn't buy it when i like when it came out, because that was my issue with it. Is like I'm done with Destiny. I don't need more of this. Uh, and now it's been long enough that I'm I'm feeling okay with it. Uh, but I do appreciate that it's not. Hey, let me hack into this. It'll take me five minutes to beat these three waves. Defend, yeah. I have like you clear the waves, and then he's like, all right, let me hack into it, which is seems like not a big difference, but it is for me. Um, and then I played the online stuff. I'm not very good at capture the flag anymore, but. Uh, and that all feels really familiar. There's even like levels from Destiny One in there, which I thought was weird. Yes. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. 
Yeah. Um, but the fifty threes, I am killing it. Have like, you played any Gambit? No. Gambits. I, I, they introduced that in Fallen, I believe. But okay. the Gambit PvP is a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. it's still PvP, but you're doing PvE as a team to build up marks to cash in okay. to send to send stronger enemies over to your opponents. Oh. And every now and then, somebody from one team can invade the world of the others. Okay. To try to prevent them from making progress, it's fun. That sounds cool. Three, three versus three was what I played. The skirmishes was what I played on Destiny One that I was really uh, got good at. Uh, and so I, I went back into that and felt a little bit better about my self esteem uh, playing that because I'm still decent with that. I, the capture the flag things, I was just getting wrecked. I always uh, do the one that's. Basically, team deathmatch. Yeah, it's been fun. I don't know. I liked it. What else have you been playing? That's it for me this week. Okay. How about you, Shelly? Uh, I haven't really been playing anything this week. Mm. Okay. I because of uh, I, where would I want to start? I can't remember what came first. I wanted Last of Us. I think that's what came first. So I got okay. PS Plus because I wanted Last of Us. Nice. That's why I've been playing Destiny Online. Uh, and Last of Us has been really cool so far. I'm worried that it's got a God of War thing going on in which, like, there's an end. So with God of War, uh, you would get to a certain, like, you were trying to get to that end goal. And I thought I'd get to that end goal in, like, an hour of gameplay. And it was the entire game. So I don't know if that's what's happening with Last of Us. But I'm trying to get to um, the Capitol building. It doesn't give too much away. So I'm hoping yeah. it's not the whole game. because And don't tell me whether what either way, Joe. I don't want to spoil it for other people as well. But um, I have been enjoying it, but it's very linear. And I didn't expect that. Yeah, um, it's like you're playing a movie. Yeah. But... I do enjoy the fact that even though it's linear, the world itself, like the, the level building is really well done. You feel like you're in an open world. It's just like it's almost as if just that just happens to be blocked off in this open world you're in. Uh, yeah. It doesn't feel like actual barriers. Um, there's like a trash can in your way. So you're just like, why would I go that way? If, you know, there's a, <laughs> yes. three cars piled up. Why would I go that way? Um, yeah, it's cool. I have not shot a single bullet yet. I came hmm. real close to giving up on that. Um, I was in an area where the building's falling down, um, and it got a little hectic. And I was like, maybe I will spend a bullet. But so far, I haven't. I should say I'm playing on easy. That people oh. are like, wow, that's really impressive. But I'm playing a pretty. I was game. impressed until I, <laughs> I played. I think either on easy or normal. Um, I played on whatever the default setting they gave me was, which I think was easy. There's like a super easy above that. Okay. And I'm on the second, I think. But it's fun. It's a little buggy. I know it's a PS3 game, and that's probably why it's a little buggy. I. They remade it for PS4. Yeah. Is it completely? I mean, it's... No, I mean, they... I think they upresed. They they gave it a little bit of a graphics brush up, but that was about it. Probably it. Yeah. Oh, and they included the DLC. Yeah, I haven't played the DLC, obviously, but I'm excited that it's there. I so the the types of bugs that I'll have is um, I was trying to jump up. It's not anything super bad, but like it's really annoying when you're trying to you're trying to climb up and the button will just disappear, so you can't you know hit triangle to climb whatever you're trying to do. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm just really annoyed that the NPCs. Uh, will be in front of me, and I'll try climbing the ladder or behind me, and I'll try climbing the ladder, and they're like, "Nope, you need to wait for this animation to happen before you can climb that ladder." Like, Why? They can just spawn behind me. Just, Tails did it in Sonic Two on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, let me go ahead of you. Game. Huh? They're definitely the same game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. I'm sure that this is probably a common complaint, but there are these creatures that you can't make a sound or they will see you. And so I am... Oh, yeah, a little freaked out. It's completely dark in the house. And I am being super stealthy. I'm awesome at it in this game for some reason because I'm not in any other game. And 
it wasn't Ellie, it was someone else, comes charging behind me as loud as possible and then, like, jumps over something in front of the clicker onto uh, another wall. And, like, I panic every time that happens. (laughs) I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to be quiet. Please be quiet. Yeah. It's interesting Um, because all those complaints, I mean, it sounds like it's just sort of taking... And what we were saying before, right? It's like you're playing a movie, mm-hmm. but movies don't have those sorts of experiences. If you're trying to be super duper involved in the story and immersed, mm-hmm. those take you out of that immersed state. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that a lot of that has to just do with, like, it's PS3 era AI. Uh, and so I think God of War has kind of spoiled us on this, like, AI being with us at all times. It does probably, I mean, it's more advanced. Yeah. Uh, so... That said, I'm kind of excited to see what Last of Us 2 does. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have sure. some kind of NPC following you around. Yeah. Right. Probably. That's what I've been playing. It's cool. What's going on in the, the news for gaming? So last week, after we recorded, we found out that Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to PC and Stadia later this year. Uh, November 5th for PC. So less than a month. Okay. What? No. What DLCs do you want to, or not DLCs, what um, mods do you want to see happen? I don't, I don't care. No? <laughs> I don't. I know. As long as Thomas there's a Thomas the, the Train engine. one. Yes, we got the same place. <laughs> if it's a well, if mod, that's the case, I want a Randy Savage dragon. There you go. Why not? I think both. <laughs> the, uh, that's going to happen. That trade is definitely going to turn into. Oh, that's like, you can make mods of something, you're going to put Thomas the Train in it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you do, especially in a game that has trains. That's weird, but yeah, I oh the possibilities. Could you if you could ride a dragon? That would be real fun. I mean, it could be modded. Aliens, we need aliens, so it can be cowboys versus aliens. I bet that mod will happen in five years. Within five years, probably. There is kind of an alien uh, Easter egg in there somewhere. Huh. Yeah. Anyways, it could be, uh, be cool. Yes, Did you the, see the bird mod, Joe? And then we can move on. Bird there mod. is a mod. I don't know how they got into it because I, I thought the PC was out for some reason. I wasn't paying attention. Um, somebody modded the game so that you could play as a bird. And then you literally can't attack or anything. You can just fly using kind of like the cinematic cameras. Um, that's an interesting thing. To yeah, do. it's just like a super calming. You explore this world. Yeah, from the sky. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, move on. Uh, so we know that we got an Avengers game coming out from Square Enix this year. Mm-hmm. They have revealed that Miss Marvel is going to be the main character, uh, Kamala is, Khan. It's interesting strange, because yeah. I, I mean, I watched the the trailer for it, but it didn't make it clear at all that she would be the main character. Yeah. So that's interesting that that's the case. Even before the podcast, we were going through the notes and we were like, are you sure it's the main? Because that just seems strange. And that's what, you know, that's what the sources are saying. That's, so. that's what GameSpot is saying anyway. Yeah. yeah. So. Seems intriguing to have a main character in a game where you have, you know, all these Avengers coming together to, like, you can play as all of them. So it's weird to have a main. I, I actually think it's kind of a cool idea to have a character that people are less familiar with as a main That's protagonist true. because there's way less expectation there. Already yeah. people, I mean, the opinion of her, there's a lot of opinions about her because if you know she, uh, if you know who she is, you probably have an opinion about her. <laughs> but um, a lot of people, while didn't like her uh, in other sort of mediums that she's been in, uh, at least when I was looking through like YouTube comments and from other people talking about it, saying like, "Hey, like she seems to actually have a good personality. She seems to be like a good, uh, thought-out character." Um, I think it's actually a perfect opportunity to bring a lesser-known character into this game because everyone knows all the Avengers. Of course, you're gonna right. display all these Avengers that you've seen all in the movies and things like that. But then, from protagonist, there's there's less pressure there. I would say. It'd be really weird if there was if you made like Captain America the main character. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, but well, this person is different than we would have expected. Whereas this, this new character, this. right? Like, no one knows Miss Marvel, and um, I had to double check when I first read the headliner because I thought 
I mean, I didn't know there was a Miss Marvel. I thought it was Captain Marvel. And there is a Captain Marvel. She gets her name, I believe, because she's a fan of Captain Marvel. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't realize there were multiple Marvel characters named Marvel. Mm-hmm. And there's a TV show coming out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's in production right now um, of her. But I assume is we'll probably the, have a lot of Captain Marvel going on. Is that the... Um, I know they were... There was this show, this cartoon about a lot of different um, sort of the focus on like uh, woman, w- woman characters in Marvel. Is that the same show? Because I know they had like Squirrel Girl and stuff. I don't know. It might, it might be different. I don't remember what it's called. I, I know that I just saw. I just saw, yeah, I saw a bunch Ms. of Marvel's coming show. out as its own like standalone show. OK, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just remember she was in that. Hopefully, maybe someone out there knows what I'm talking about. There's this cartoon oh, yeah. that was featuring a bunch of lesser-known Marvel characters, including uh, Miss Marvel, as well as Squirrel Girl and other ones. But that's just what I think of when I think of Miss Marvel, is that show. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then, finally, in the world of gaming, this is not video game-related, but it is gaming-related. Wendy's has re- revealed and, and released the... The rule set, I guess, is the the correct way to say it, for a Wendy's tabletop RPG like D anD D. It's amazing. So it's not like a board game; it's an actual correct. It's, it's, it's like essentially D anD D. If you look at the website, a, yeah, the art, the it's well, it's thought out just as carefully as an official Wizards of the Coast D anD D rule set. Yeah. Wendy is, is definitely carrying a big sword. They. What's crazy to me is that Wendy's has really upped their marketing game. This is a little off topic. It's a little bit of a tangent. Um, But just not maybe a week before this news came out, I went to a UW game, like a University of Washington football game. Mm -hmm. And what's cool about the University of Washington is that uh, while lots of other Football stadiums have tailgating. Uh, we have tailgating too, but you also have sailgating because the water is right there. So a lot of people are on their boats sailgating. That's but cool. what Wendy's decided that they would make a floating dock restaurant. Wow. I'm not even kidding. You can look this up. You could look up Wendy's floating dock or Wendy's on the water, probably something in UW game. <laughs> Literally, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I looked out and I saw a picture or i just saw not a picture I, with my own eyes saw on the water this floating wendy's restaurant wendy's. and they were giving away giving away spicy nuggets to the different sail gators and i'm <laughs> like amazing. oh my gosh that's such a that's such a crazy absurd marketing thing and this rpg is just another crazy marketing thing <laughs> right do you, have you guys called... heard the rap album that she made or they made i guess no, no i haven't <laughs> wendy put out an EP. Man, it's like, whoever's doing the marketing on Wendy's needs to get a freaking raise because they're just thinking <laughs> out of the box. Yeah. Man. It trashes on like the other fast food. It talks about she's a fast food queen. It's, it's so this this game is called Feast of Legends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she so okay let me let me just read I downloaded the PDF. Let me look, read the intro to the world. Okay. You are adventurers in the realm Wait, of... Wait, Joe, Joe. You gotta do a low announcer in a world. Dude, that's too much text. Okay. <laughs> You're adventurers in the realm of Beef's Keep, where the nations <laughs> have been splintered over disagreements and how to treat their realm's people. Creeping Vell and the United Clown Nations have led their people into a collective darkness known as the Deep Freeze. While the world currently feels like a cold and desolate place, you reside in the one nation that remains a true beacon of hope, Freshtovia. <laughs> Freshtovia is known for its lush-filled signature dishes and red-headed queen, Queen Wendy. As queen of Freshtovia, Wendy has clapped back at all attacks on her borders. She is strong <laughs> and has maintained her nation's integrity despite the growing pressure of the other nations. <laughs> and this is a full-blown RPG. Yeah, me and some friends were kind of looking through it a little bit. There's established classes. Um, I don't remember if there's established races. Um, There's established areas. So what they mentioned, like the clown land. So that's clearly 
for McDonald's. There's other ones. There's there's actually a mechanic in it for eating. Like you have to you have to eat to I guess like take care of yourself um, okay. as you would in real life. But you get well, you get buffs. You get buffs if you eat Wendy's food, but you get nerfed if you eat not Wendy's food. I'm I'm uh, looking through here right now. <laughs> They have some crazy art too, which is like insane. The, the art is impressive, but like a natural twenty is called feast mode. Feast a natural mode. twenty is feast mode, and, and a, a natural one is a big oops. It's a big oops. <laughs> Me and my friends already have made that a little bit of a meme <laughs> when we talk about something. It's like, oh, that's a that's a big that's oops. The oops. <laughs> you rolled a one, man. Side of you can get is a pigtail wig. <laughs> <laughs> And a food tray. Uh, this is, uh, I'm in. It's full blown. It's we should do a one shot, Cody. Yeah, yeah, I'm you down. can actually do it. Um, there's like a full campaign and everything. I actually would be tempted to try to like do DMing for the first time. I, I would be all for it, honestly. Okay. I would eat Wendy's while doing it because I'm. If anyone knows me, I'm a little bit of a of a Wendy's fan. I go to Wendy's way too often. <laughs> So four for four um, deal is way too good not to pass out. That's what I'm saying. The four for four deal is amazing. Let's okay. take it every time. Um, Did you see the, yeah, the it's kinds of armor. Like they have <laughs> <laughs> the heavy armor is bacon armor. Ridiculous. Biggie armor. Biggie armor. Oh man, it's, all the fast food has been doing amazing. Do you hear about the thing with like Burger King? McDonald's is doing a charity day. The Burger King stopped making their Whoppers so that you could, like, a day without Whoppers so that you would go to McDonald's. Um, Why? To, like, support the charity. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that. And then there was another day where Burger King was giving away one cent Big Mac or uh, Whoppers, and I got one. The only way to get it was to go to McDonald's and order one online. That's so weird. (laughs) Yeah. Your caster classes are in the order of the chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the order of beef are your warriors. Okay, so Guys, those are classes we should, the orders. We should just like do an online D and D session with this. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> People do online D and D all the time, so it's not out of the it's not out of the question. This could be cool. That'd be that'd be oh, really goodness. fun. I do want to try it with some friends or at least like it just sounds ridiculous it took me a long time and maybe it's just because i'm being dumb but it took me a long time to actually realize like their whole shtick behind this isn't just like promoting wendy's it's specifically to promote how wendy's makes fresh fresh like beef and stuff whereas everything else is frozen everyone else's things are frozen like i don't know why i didn't i didn't get that like originally when like reading through and i was like oh well yeah, the big freeze and the front. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. They have a class called the Order of the Frosty. Yeah. Better. <laughs> Frosty. They have like Order of like Fries and stuff too. Oh, Wendy's now. Yeah. See, it's working, Cody. Do the ah. Wendy's RPG out of Wendy's. They should, <laughs> we should get paid for this. This has been a sponsorship. It's, it's not. What games have been coming out, Joe? <laughs> All right. Yes, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so coming out this week, we've got The Alliance Alive. It's an RPG. We have our review that will be up on the site by the time you hear this. Uh, also coming out is another RPG this week called Indivisible. Our review for that is live the day we are recording that. Okay. Ukulele and the Impossible Lair comes out this week, mm-hmm. and we got a review copy of that, but it'll probably be next week before we get a review out. Uh, also coming out this week, John Wick Hex. Which yeah. I believe LJ may cover. Trying He's definitely for our resident John, John Wick, Wick guy. Man. Yeah, I, I want to see the third movie. I haven't seen it yet. So, um, and then Concrete Genie comes out this week. Yeah. Cool. So that's that's it for video games this week. You guys been watching any movies? Not this week. No, actually. No. Well, I watched How to Train Your Dragon three because nice. Kelly mentioned it. So it was good. I don't know. Yeah. There's not much to say about it. It was a movie. I, yeah, right. That's kind of how I felt a little. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen the other two and you like the other two, go watch it. But it's just it's, kind of like 
you know what I mean though? Like that last like five minutes of the movie are yeah. just way better than everything else in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh. in the commercials, I think, or somewhere I had seen bearded hiccup. I think it was in the commercials. Yeah, they show that. They show that in the trailer. Bearded hiccup. And so I expected bearded hiccup to be like the whole movie. Me, I also did. Kind of bummed. Experience. Yeah, I was like, I'm ready for the glow up again, part two, because the <laughs> second movie was glow up part one, and then he looked not different, not very different. At least he looked a little bit different, but they weren't much yeah. older. I think we should have got so. bearded hiccup. That's that's one thing, and then I did see the Joker movie, uh, which is oh, intense. what's your yeah, what's your impressions? So I will say that it is uncomfortable. Don't bring your kids. All that good stuff. Um, very rated R. It's definitely this is all stuff that you've already heard, but it is an art house film, so it's not like your normal comic book movie. Um, it's very artsy and like indie film feeling, even though it's got amazing actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it's not as uncomfortable or violent as I thought, and maybe that's just because I'm a messed up person. Um, I think Big people were just like, it got so <laughs> overhyped. Like, people were like, oh, this is, people are walking out because it's so uncomfortable. And I never really got that. I was There's like, people okay. looking for a reason to be upset, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I guess it, like, if you media have. Media's done quite a number on this movie, too. Yeah. Good and bad. I would think maybe if you do have triggers that he's dealing with, I can see that being a reason to walk out is like, if you were dealing with something that he is, and then that, you know, you see that yeah. it could be a little yeah. hard to watch um, for that reason. Yeah. And it's almost impossible not to compare this to Heath Ledger's performance because they're both grounded in reality. Um, and I know a lot of people will get mad. Like, Oh, it'd be nothing like Heath Ledger. But as far as the character goes, not their performances, because uh, I won't speak on that because people get mad. Um, but it's definitely a very similar character. Uh, the way that Heath Ledger's Joker acted um, with just like his like his kind of crazy is kind of what you see with this one, uh, with Walking Phoenix. At the end, especially, he's a very like, you get to really see Heath Ledger's Joker character kind of come out. Okay. Um, so I know that that Heath Ledger would be mad about that, and I'm sure that Walking Phoenix would be mad to be told that he's being compared to Heath Ledger's performance because it's his own Joker and he came up with everything on his own. Um, yeah, people need a to, little inspiration there. A little bit of an unpopular opinion coming out. I think people need to kind of get over Heath Ledger's Joker. I think it's fair to say that he did an amazing job, but people glorify him, and I really don't like that. <laughs> yeah, like it was why, a really good why? performance. Uh, People but do really good performances all the time. I still I haven't know. seen. I still haven't seen the comic book Joker, uh, and that includes this one, uh, which kind of bugs me. I don't know what it is with DC. They just they always miss some elements. Uh, and Walking Phoenix's Joker is the same way in that like you get to see his crazy for sure, um, and you get to see kind of how that all comes out. Uh, I will say too, I don't think it's a commentary on uh, culture, which a lot of people thought it was. I think it's just a um, character exploration of what would make someone become the Joker. Uh, hmm. That seems very obvious when watching it, uh, that there's no political commentary in any way or cultural my, commentary. My question is, does it actually follow... And I know you said it's not the comic book Joker. Does that right. also mean that it's not following... Like, are there any correlations between the things that happen in this movie and sort of the origins of Joker in classic comic book or is it like an entirely different spin i know we have people that are gonna be more educated on this than i am but the joker from what i understand has a few different origin stories uh and the only similarity that i saw with this movie and the actual um origin stories that have come out is that he does stand up okay um and that is from the red hood i believe um that the Joker has, he does stand up in that. Um, yeah. So there's no like falling into a weird, mysterious chemical. No, nothing. Like okay. That. That's, that's yeah. Okay. Which is also the right hood. That's um, also okay. That's what But I the know. thing that I felt was really, really missing is you've got his crazy, but you don't have his um, psychological genius. Cause he's also mm-hmm. like, he's very psychologically broken as a Joker, but in a lot of at least, 
stuff that I've seen for the Joker, he's been very obsessed with manipulation and psychology. Totally. Uh, enough so that, you know, Harley Quinn, he's manipulates a psychologist uh, into yeah. loving him. And so you don't get to see that at all. He doesn't even seem all that smart. Is Dr. Quinzel in this film? No. Okay. Uh, so it really so- does seem like they, they're, and not in a bad way, but just what sounds like is they're take, they sort of took this uh, figurehead, this sort of character, and they're like, you know, so everyone really knows this character who everyone's like, oh, he's insane, he's crazy, let's try to figure out, like, let's present this story of how he could have come to be, potentially, mm-hmm. yeah. just sort of disconnecting from everything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is fine. I just that, yeah. that is something to know before going I, into the movie. That that was my biggest. Like when I walked away, I was like, man, I really wish we would have seen more of his his cunningness, um, because you just you don't. And I think that that's an important part of who the Joker is. And maybe that comes later on in his life that he starts to obsess over that uh, yeah. a little bit, uh, which would make sense. And if that's the case, then I really kind of wish they would have cut out maybe fifteen twenty minutes of this movie, um, the footage that we did have, which is very slow uh i liked it but it is a slow movie uh if they would have taken 15 20 minutes away from that and added that towards the end um and had kind of post um big ending and see a little bit more of him becoming the clown prince of crime because what he's not really the prince of crime yet at the end of it. yeah i just like to wonder too um i haven't seen the movie but just again, from what you're describing, if, like, it would have been... Like, if they could have just used any other person or created their own original villain, but they just used Joker because, I mean, that's going to bring people... People are familiar with Joker. I think if it wasn't Joker, people would be less interested, and it would have been more Mm -hmm. offensive. Okay. That's fair. Because then you'd just been like, it's a crazy dude. Yeah. Yeah, like you're like, why are we supposed to... I guess the difference, too, being like... I, I don't know how clear in the movie they make it seem that, like, oh, he's a villain, besides the fact that he's a Joker, and, like, a lot of people already have that knowledge that Joker's a villain. I, I guess if it was an original character, someone never, no one's ever seen before, becoming this type of person, people would be like, wait, why are we shooting for this guy? I don't know. Yeah. Those you you don't thoughts. cheer for him at all through this, this movie. Got it. Okay. Um, they did a really good job of that. Whereas, like, and that's coming from me who, with like Breaking Bad and mm-hmm. um, House of Cards, I, I find myself kind of rooting for the villain, even though you shouldn't. And both instances, I've gotten to a point where, like, I stopped rooting. Where I was like, oh, this guy's not like someone I should be rooting for. <laughs> um, yeah. But throughout this movie, you, there's no point where you're like, man, I hope it works out for him. Got it. Uh, yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. It's. It's hard to watch because it it's unfortunate that things are happening to him. But once he starts to get into, I guess, his retaliation to life, you don't want to, like, I don't know. The, the help that I would want him to get wouldn't be to succeed in what he's doing, but to, like, seek actual help and get actual help. Totally. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's... It's good. If you don't know who the Joker is, you brought up a good point. If you don't know who the Joker is, I wouldn't recommend it at all. Okay. If you don't know who the Joker is, why are you listening to this podcast? That's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that that goes to say, say you wanted to go with your mom or your dad who may not be into a, uh, comic book movies at all. Uh, and they know the Joker from, like, uh, what's his, Adam West, Batman. Yeah. Like, you... This movie would be very confusing and even more uncomfortable. I think knowing that the Joker's not a good person was made it so that I could could watch it easier. Um, yeah. Can we get into the movie news? I I don't know if to recommend it or not, that movie. I'm like, go see it if you want to. because <laughs> I've heard it's extremely well done. I was very aware of what I was walking into, and maybe that right. helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't want to tell you to watch it. Or, we do. Oh, we need to mention this. We have a Bible study that should be published soon. It's our second, our second Bible study, I believe, um, for a rated R movie. Um, and it is done by victims and villains. Came and guessed us. So oh, 
LJ says Rambo is rated R2. So never mind. Maybe we do have a couple rated R ones in there. Um, but Victims and Villains is a podcast. Um, and we're kind of LJ, our producer, he's been on that podcast a lot. Um, they got to come in and guest for us. And it's, it's a really, really cool experience. So check it out if you are watching that movie. Um, you can you can do a Bible study with it too, which I think will be really really powerful. Uh, seeing this kind of descent into madness, what does the Bible have to say about it? Cool. Cool. Now movie we get into movie news. news. Yeah, here we go. Movie news. Um, so shifting focus a little bit to Marvel. So a lot of people know Martin Scorsese. I have to say it slowly, Scorsese. Yep. He's an extremely well-known uh, director. He's making He's the done... Irishman movie, right, Joe? Yes. On Netflix? Yes, okay. he is. Okay. Um, okay. He's done that and a bunch of, other, bunch of other stuff that a lot of moviegoers would know. Um, so he very recently actually shared his opinion on Marvel movies, which is really interesting mm-hmm. because uh, Marvel movies definitely are extremely popular but they do seem to, even just from a regular old person like me, sort of be able to see like there's there's a gap between Marvel movies and other movies that come out because they're mm-hmm. just so action packed or they're their own. You know, people go to theaters specifically for Marvel movies, you know, that sort of thing. So it's really interesting to hear what someone like Martin Scorsese has to say about him. And um, he says that he basically tried watching. Marvel movies he like gave it a good old shot and um <laughs> and he just couldn't really do it he said that he used the wording that it's not cinema which is a very interesting specific yeah. type of wording um he actually ended up comparing it more to theme parks which is really interesting um especially given that no yes there are there are um there's a it rides in Disneyland right for, mm-hmm. for Marvel, yeah. So it's like, it kind of has this theme park anyway. Um, but just on the, on the describing the the human nature, human um, life, it's not really like any other regular cinema movie. So that, that he, would, he would create that he would like. So definitely doesn't seem like he's trying to trash on Marvel movies at all. It's not like he's saying, yeah, oh, these are just terrible. These are upset. terrible movies. He's like, no, he's not saying that at all. He's just sort of saying like, this is, it's very different. It's you're going, what I see is more like he's saying that you go there for the experience of, mm-hmm. of the excitement, the entertainment and this sort of weird continuing story and up and downs and experiencing it with other people. And that's sort of very theme park. Like, whereas um, like movies he creates are very, um, like intimate and really explore human nature on a deeper level and, and stories that are usually separate. I don't, has he done sequels? Ugh, I don't know. Sorry. Um, but I'm sure. I'm sure he has. Probably. Anyway, what I'm trying I to say is not, no, oh, there's, even if there's movies with sequels, it's not going to be as crazy connected as MCU. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I didn't think about it until now. Because uh, I've never, I don't know, is that something that would cross my mind? I would love to see him do a Punisher movie. I think mm. he'd do really well with it. Yeah, I, I, would, I think I'm, it's interesting to think about uh, the differences between cinema, cinema I use with sort of air quotes, because that's a pretty loose term, um, and Marvel movies. But also, we were just talking about Joker, and we were just talking about how Joker is not really a comic book movie so much as it is an art film. Yeah. explores, again, very intimate look at human nature in a certain light, affecting a certain person in a certain story that, as far as we know, isn't connected to other DC movies. Which um, is crazy, because you, you're saying that, and like I thought he was, I was like, of course there's cinema. I can't believe you would say that. But I definitely have my own separation between superhero movies and what the Joker movie was. So maybe totally. I've never put into words, but I guess I kind of have that same, I, I can see where he's coming from now that you have said that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think again, like I feel like he could very easily take ideas from Marvel, just like ideas were taken from DC and create a new cinema experience. That's definitely not a classic superhero movie. Um, just really, I don't know. 
I don't know. I hope people just kind of understand what I'm saying. I don't think people should give Martin Scorsese any sort of crap or, you know, for saying these things because I think he makes a fair point. I and he's not saying that Marvel movies are bad. Like I love Marvel movies. And, yeah. Um, but they are very. You go to the movie for a different experience than going to see, say, one of his movies that he's made. Right, and like so. I said, he didn't trash on it. He said they're spectacles, which is what they yeah. are. They yeah, really Scors- are. Scorsese stuff's definitely a lot more, yeah, realistic, true to world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. Exactly. So it'd be great, again, like, if he could do, take ideas from Marvel and make a movie, I think it'd be <laughs> really neat. But again, that's it's not a superhero movie, and that's okay. It's okay to enjoy both. Both are valid and both are good. So We made a cool uh, Captain America movie, too. Yeah, that'd be pretty You're interesting. You're like Winter Soldier? Oh. <laughs> Scorsese, get at me. i got ideas for you. Let's make anyway, some cinema. Um, <laughs> to sort of continue on the Marvel train a little bit, a lot of people yeah. knew and hated uh, the 2015 Fantastic Four movie. It was a good first half of a movie, of a six-hour movie. <laughs> yeah. I liked the original Fantastic Four movie. I knew it wasn't a good movie. But I, I still kind yeah, of like it. Yeah, they were so it. cheesy. They were just really cheesy. And I, I liked the comics. Anyway, that's that's beside the point. It was like the um, Spider-Man era, though. Yeah, exactly. The first Spider-Man movies were a little cheesy, too. They were just... No, fun. for sure. But they're they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful movies. Um, anyway, so Michael... Sorry. Not Michael. Matthew Vaughn uh, produced that movie. But he really wants to direct a new Fantastic Four movie. Now that Disney has acquired Fantastic Four, there's opportunity to make another, you know, yet another Fantastic Four movie. Um, and he really wants to do it. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that he produced the 2015 Fantastic Four because one thing, it's like, oh, he supported this before. Well, if he makes something trashy again, but at the same time, Maybe he just recognizes how bad it was and it really wants to put Fantastic Four in a better light. Um, It'd be hard to put it in a worse light at this point. And that's true. That's very true. <laughs> and what's cool, too, he actually has directed lots of uh, action-y, superhero movie-esque things. So he's done Kingsman and he's done okay. X-Men First Class, which if you if you watch any of the more... It's a sort of later generation of X-Men, X-Men movies. I think it's well known that First Class is the best one. I would agree. Um, I yeah. actually enjoyed that movie, unlike any of the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> I like The Days of Future Past, but I think it's cheating because I had yeah, most I'm very Logan-focused. Yeah, totally. So it's one of those things where he has that backing. He already kind of knows what goes into a good action superhero movie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... I don't know. We'll see. He, he really wants to do it. He said Fantastic Four is one of his favorite comics for Marvel. And there's but... a lot that went like happened with that Fantastic Four movie. Like, yeah. A lot of stuff was cut out. It wasn't the director's That's original true. idea, according to the It was a director. whole mess. And yeah. now that if they can especially get sort of support the money from Disney for this, mm-hmm. then it and could guidance. be really good. Yeah, and guidance, definitely. Um, it'd be really interesting, I think, for me to see how they would make it different than other Marvel movies. Because pretty much Marvel, the MCU has done a really good job making every sort of superhero series have a different taste um, and almost a different genre. So like an Ant-Man movie feels very different than a Captain America movie, which feels very right. different from an Iron yeah. Man movie. Um, it'd be really cool to see kind of how they spin Fantastic Four. Like, is it going to be more comedy-oriented or more, you know, some other other genre mix that they they love to mix their genres, so... Right. Or yeah. if it's even going to be another origin movie, because the other two uh, that came out before, they were origin movies as well. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if, sort of like with Spider-Man, they just say, hey, let's not do the origin story Everyone's seen that before. Let's do an original story or, you know, a different comic story that's not the origin story. Um, That'd be cool. I don't know. There's no news on this at all. It's just we know this guy wants to make it. So. I'm down. Yeah. So that's our Marvel news. Um, Finally, we got a little bit 
of video game movie news. I mean, kind of, yeah. not really. John Bernthal, he Speak was of. in... Yeah, he was in Punisher. I guess that's Marvel, whatever. Um, and he was also in Walking Dead, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he basically... Way, way yeah. Um, he when, made an appearance last season. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Ooh, I guess. Bring it back now. Anyway. <laughs> he wants to play Little Mac in a Punch-Out movie, which is so random, but also... It would be. It sort of brings up thoughts of like, what would a a little Mac like? What would a Punch Out movie look like? I feel he's, like there's lots of opportunity there. I think he's too. Old. I'd say he's he's at least twenty years too old to play that role. This is true. This is true. Could be some young I don't know. kid. Yeah, I think it could be. Like, there's actually quite a bit of opportunity to make a Punch Out movie, just given. I mean, I guess I never played the original Punch Out games, but all I know is is punching people like i don't was there much was there story in the punch out games i don't think so i think like it's much punch story ladder, punch like ladder, i just I'm, yeah yeah the extent of the story was like getting to see the the scene of him running in in the city with with his trainer behind him between yeah. every few rounds and that i mean it was rocky the game yeah he was working yeah, his way up yeah, the ranks to become the best fighter so just been, get the director for creed and make a boxing yeah movie yeah and it's been uh i mean we haven't had any rocky moves in a while right i mean well Well, creed is in the rocky universe oh okay we've got creed are we on creed 3 or creed 2 now i didn't realize that yeah i don't know if they're any good i haven't seen them but basically i think there's room for a new boxing movie that's different than the other ones that's disconnected from the other ones who has inspiration from a video game because a lot of good things can come from one idea and the the idea is little mac but you can it's a great for whatever athlete wants to take it whatever boxer yeah literally just like that person's names punch out and Mm -hmm. completely riff off of that and Mike Tyson would be real mad. Maybe they can't do that, but... Meh. Yeah. I don't know. It could be a cool I mean, idea, though. There's a version of Punch-Out that came out after they lost the, the, rights, the rights with Mike Tyson. Tyson just called Punch-Out. And but, it's got Mr. Dream instead of right. Mike Tyson. But if you were a fighter and you got your name on that movie, and all you had to do, you didn't have to act, you just had to box, you could be easy money. I mean, I can see Punch Easy. Out being a generic boxer movie and have nothing to do. Exactly. You can make a very fine. loose tie-in. I think that'd be fine. I think they could do that, and people who like boxing movies can go watch. You'd that have to have it. like you'd have to have fifteen or twenty people he fought against that were all super charismatic, fun characters. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I like this idea. I don't so, know about Bernthal. Bernthal, exactly. you could be the no, fighter. He fights at the end, but no one really knows about Bernthal. But the fact is, <laughs> like, just thinking about a Punch Out movie. I guess you can tweet at us hashtag GeekCast and let us know if that would be something you'd be interested in or not. Yeah. Let us know. That is all of our movie news for today. Cool. You guys been watching any TV? I have. We've been watching Joe. I watched all of season five of Peaky Blinders. Oh, wow. They just released it Friday night. I watched it all Saturday and Sunday. Dang, that's good. I like it. I've said it before. Peaky Blinders is full of foul language and adult content. Right. Lots of drug use and alcohol, murder. You name it, it's there. in the there. 20s, 30s? Uh, yeah, the, after World War One. Okay. Yeah. And I, I love it. It's probably my favorite series on Netflix. Cillian oh. Murphy, uh, the guy that played Scarecrow in Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. He's the main character. And then um, my brain is not working. The guy that played Mad Max. The, in the new Mad Max? Yes. Uh, Venom. Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He's, he's got a role in there in some okay. of the seasons. He's not a main character, but he's, That's he's in there. That's enough to maybe check it out, though. I like Tom yeah. he's he's in there a bit. Um, it's it's very adult, but right. it's very well done. 
I'm already super ready for season six in another year. <laughs> I didn't put this in the notes, but Last Kingdom is finished filming for season four. Oh. It should be coming out next year sometime. I'm ready. I'm stoked. Last Kingdom is my favorite show. Joe introduced it to me. It's good. My favorite show on Netflix. Not my favorite show ever. That's that's another one, though, that's got a lot of adult content. Yeah. It's a very, shame, too. Like so, A lot of that stuff's not necessary. but And like I said... With Vikings, which I'll be talking about in a little bit, um, some of it I thought I was like, oh, maybe the, like it sets the scene, it sets the world up. Um, but Vikings has completely thrown that idea out of the water for me. You can have <laughs> those kind of scenes without showing anything. Yeah. And completely get the same picture yeah. of what's going on. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Vikings is so good. Uh, cool. Have you been watching anything else? I don't know That's how you have time. You had a busy yeah. week. That's it for me. Cool. Can you see anything, Shelly? Also, no. I'm out on all of them today. Oh, this whole no. week is been just... busy. Yep. It's okay. You'll catch up at some point. Yeah. Your we'll your see. geek tank will be empty, and you'll have to refill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched a few different things. Um, Walking Dead is back on television, so I watched that. If if you have an extra $5 a month, you can actually watch those episodes two days in advance, which I think is really interesting of them. I don't have that and didn't do that, but uh, noticed it was advertised and was like, that's interesting. Um, As far as the episode goes, it's, it's more Walking Dead. I don't know. Not enough has happened yet for me to... They're setting the season up, so... I can't. I don't know. There was an episode. It happened. Um, Titans still doing amazing. If you haven't watched Titans yet and you are okay with darker content, um, I recommend that. And then just to see how it is, I watched Batwoman, uh, which is a CW show. It's an Arrowverse show. Um, I didn't realize that was out yet. Just came out. Okay. Yeah, it released last week. I don't know what day it came out. Today's Monday. Um, and it is, if you like Batman, you'll like it. Because it's like this, it's definitely like feels like a Batman ripoff. It's like, couldn't get the rights to Batman, so we'll make Batwoman. Um, which is yikes, good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they had some really cool reveals. Uh, for the basic plot of the story is um, Katie Kane was in the military um and then isn't anymore and then she was like she's trying to join this thing called the crow which is a real weird it's a SWAT team looking military like whatever city police type thing and but they're privately owned from what I'm gathering and she wants to join them so she's training but she's training in the middle of nowhere and doing like Mr. Miyagi type exercises um to get to be a part of this police force. So that seemed a little disconnected. I don't, I didn't understand that fully. Uh, but then her ex-girlfriend is kidnapped. Um, for those who don't know, she's, um, gay. And so trying to get her ex-girlfriend. Um, and that's what brings her back to Gotham where she discovers Batman stuff and because Batman, because she wants to join the crow to help find her ex-girlfriend, and they won't let her, and so she does it herself by being Batman. But it's good. If you like Batman stuff, I think Titans is a better Batman show, but... Okay. Yeah. That's the rundown. (laughs) Cool. We'll get into uh, TV news then. Like I said, Vikings... I mentioned Vikings. I don't know if I mentioned the Season 6 trailer release, but it did. It looks intense. Um, if you haven't watched Vikings yet, you can watch it on Hulu. It's so good. I really like it. And it is got like a... It, it feels HBO, Netflix quality to me. Um, maybe not the first season, but after the first season, it really like gets really good. And there is no nudity, even though there is a lot of sex. Because they're Vikings, and that's what they do. Um, Fair. But they... I mean, it... They did a really good job of like portraying that better than HBO or Netflix 
or any of them do it, uh, which I think makes them better filmographers. Uh, and we got a release date. We've been trying to figure out what is going to happen because I've been teasing the show a lot. And a lot of people think it was going to come out in November. It's actually going to come out in December, which I think is a weird choice. Um, and we'll get eight episodes in December and then, well, not in December, but starting in December. Uh, and then they'll take a break and have another six episodes, I believe. Don't hold me to that. Huh. Uh, to finish out the season. And the first episode will be two hours long. Which I'm stoked for. That's a really long first episode. Yes. Um, wow. Yeah. There's a lot going to go down. According to the trailer. I'm yeah. excited. There's a lot that's been building up. Um, it's going to be cool to see it all play out. Uh, we mentioned Walking Dead. The spinoff we actually talked about last week. And we didn't know anything about it. Except that maybe it was going to be called Monument. Uh, and then they went and shared a trailer. And the trailer does not look like Walking Dead. They're like in a high school. And the world is very put together. 10 years mm. after the apocalypse. And it almost seems off-brand because Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead have a very similar vibe to them. Um, this is kind of like a teenager coming of age, like Hunger Games, Maze Runner, post-apocalyptic thing. Interesting. Yeah, like yeah. all the main characters are teenagers um, and they've gone out into the world away from their civilization to go on some quest. It's kind of cool, though, sort of taking this uh, not in the thick of the zombie menace, maybe, but, like, maybe a little bit after that. Things have died down, but how do they recover from that? Yeah. Maybe? Is that sort of... It's like, they're vibe? going to school. They have backpacks. They're, like, like the ladies are wearing makeup. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it is very off-brand, I, th- I feel, but I think the it's The world cool is kind of coming back together in this. It's interesting to me, too, that they have set this kind of in stone in this in the way of like the Walking Dead original TV show. Like once they hit that 10 year mark and they're already 10 seasons in, but once they're chronologically 10 years in, they have to have this city exist that is full of like people living normal lives. Fairly normal lives, at least. Um. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. And then Cowboy Bebop, we got a we got the casting for the dog, Ein. I think I'm saying that right, or Ian. I mean, they got the important stuff done now. Yeah, <laughs> it's adorable. It's a little video from the dog's point of view, and then it changes to him like eating. Um, but it's also to announce that they've started actual production of the show. So that's cool. Uh, and that's a Netflix original as well, I believe. Yes. Uh, from there, we can get into our discussion questions. If you want to ask us questions on uh, Discord, you can use the GUGCast questions channel, or you can ask us on Twitter with the hashtag GUGCast. Uh, we love hearing from you, even when your questions are like Miss Aileen Valentine's, which is, what is your favorite toothpaste? Joe? <laughs> I've got a couple. Okay. From a practical standpoint, I really like Mintadent. Okay. That's what I used. I've used for a while. I've not actually seen it in a while as an adult. Surely they still have it somewhere. But it had the two tubes that you press down at the same time, and it like oh, half white and half blue. That's so it cool. was like. What's that liquid gel? I was thinking the It was like half half Arm and Hammer and half uh, like a classic gel toothpaste. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What's the plumbing thing that's got the two pipes? It's got two different liquid Drano or plumber liquid plumber. (laughs) (laughs) Just put that in your mouth. Bust up all your teeth. I'll clean things up. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that would be totally fine. (laughs) Um, for flavor, I prefer Pepsi Dent. Is it made by Pepsi? No, but it tastes all right. <laughs> okay, that was like, does it not, taste like Pepsi? Because that would be not weird. aggressively painful or gross. Okay. What What's your favorite toothpaste, Shelly? Uh, uh, I'm very particular about toothpaste because I hate mint. Oh. And pretty much all toothpaste is mint flavored. I discovered. Okay. 
Except bubblegum yeah. flavored for kids. Is that what you do? You do kids Colgate or something? Uh, I actually did kids toothpaste for a while. No shame. I did like a strawberry <laughs> flavor. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't like kids kids. It was like marketed towards kids, but it was fluoride. It wasn't like non fluoride or anything like okay. that. And it still cleaned my teeth very well. Like I don't deal with cavities like ever. Um, so that's why I did for a long time. But then I switched to a um, gosh, what's like the really popular brand? Crest, I think. Colgate. Colgate, yeah, it's Colgate. Colgate, yeah. I think it's Colgate. I I believe it's Colgate. Um, that has it's it's paste flavored. Which is still trash. Blue? I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm no, thinking not, too. It doesn't Elmer's, like when you say it's, paste flavored. That's what it says it's called. So I got it because <laughs> it's not mint and it's not cinnamon. And here's the thing. I actually like cinnamon. I like the cinnamon. Like flavors in um, actual food. Like I like actual cinnamon, but I don't like I don't cinnamon don't flavored things. Cinnamon. Like I don't like cinnamon flavored uh, candy. You don't yeah. Like no. I don't like no, I don't like any of that. So that includes toothpaste. Because um, the thing is, it's like all these toothpaste, like it's just the chemicals. They stuff it with like a really extreme flavor because the chemicals feel like they're taking over your mouth, and I just hate that feeling in general. And the the other toothpaste I was using, the strawberry one, like didn't feel like that at all. It was extremely subtle. So if anyone has any other toothpaste recommendations of of uh, good toothpaste that works really well, but also doesn't feel like your mouth getting invaded every time you brush your teeth, I would. Sign me up because I just I don't like that flavor. But I just basically I just grin and bear it every day. It's terrible. So I don't. That's not even saying if I have a favorite toothpaste. I'm just saying I hate a lot of toothpaste. <laughs> I, but I like toothpaste. having clean teeth. So okay. <laughs> my favorite toothpaste is the one my wife buys for me. Uh, <laughs> what is that? I uh, think I brush with Sensodyne. Okay. Oh, I nice. legitimately am not sure. I'm pretty positive it's Sensodyne. Last I checked, it was Sensodyne. <laughs> That's it. Okay. I don't like this question. We need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfy. <laughs> Fury Nass, this is a much more comfortable question. Um, is it? I, <laughs> no, I it's not. It that is. was completely sarcasm. Um, if you were forced into an arranged marriage... Would you rather your mom or your dad arrange it? And Shelly, I believe your mom listens to the podcast, right? Sometimes. From time to time. <laughs> so what's your answer? You're just already putting me on the spot. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in front of in front of your mom and your dad. No, I'd probably choose my dad. He's way more yeah. chill about that stuff than my mom. <laughs> She'd go kind of insane over it. Okay. I think. Yeah. I'd pre- I'd prefer chill over I don't know I don't know how else to describe it I'd choose my dad probably but I also okay. don't know if I trust him with that sort of thing <laughs> to be honest what about you Joe I don't know that's a weird question I think <laughs> I trust either one of my parents for that yeah so basically the opposite answer of mine <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad are like very different people and so I feel like I would go with my mom because she put a lot of thought into it. She'd really care. Um, my dad would probably be like, who could I find that has the most money? Let's go with them. Done. Mm-hmm. Love love my dad. He probably won't listen to this ever. I don't think he knows. I'm pretty sure he can't listen to podcasts on his phone. He's got like <laughs> a flip phone. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Uh love my family very much, but I definitely learned more um, about human interactions in general from my mom than I did my dad. Yeah. That's that's a personal... I can talk about faith all day on this podcast, but we get into like my family and I'm like, I don't know how much I want to talk about my mom and my dad. <laughs> we'll go back to toothpaste. Um, cool. How about we just don't go to either? Yeah. Y'all, I, like, we'll answer your questions. How about this? Which toothpaste <laughs> would your mom and dad pick for you? <laughs> Bubblegum. Uh, <laughs> legitimately, we appreciated these questions. We had a lot of fun with them. Um, even though they are uncomfortable. 
they were it was fun to answer i'm i enjoyed either this. one of those was uncomfortable to me i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but aren't you glad that they were asked i am i had fun with them cool all right <laughs> so also if you want to ask questions again do so and i hope that this podcast has shown you uh, if you were like i don't know what to ask i don't know if it would be like on brand for them to a- answer this uh, we just answered favorite toothpaste and arranged marriages, so you can ask whatever you want. Um, there are some lines we won't cross. Yeah, there are a few things. If you're bold enough to ask those, you can be you're, goofy. You probably I don't know if you can be unity. You can be goofy. You can't be explicit. Yeah, there you go. Or ask us anything that would create a huge controversy <laughs> within the organization. Yeah. That could be bad. All right. I love you guys. Uh, Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Geese and Grace Tuesday nights. Weeks I'm, still, I'm still playing Shadow Mordor. I am actually pretty close to the end. Like, I could beat the game, but I'm choosing not to because I'm doing all the side stuff first. Cool. That's pretty typical of me. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at Cody Omer. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.